Hey team, this is Grant Collins, and welcome to Basement Philanthropy, a place for people who do not want to wait until they are rich or retired to create good with their money, regardless of the amount. On this episode, we're going to be talking about the importance of the why behind your philanthropy. So let's get started. People don't care what you do, they care why you do it. This is a quote from Simon Sinek's first TED Talk, entitled, How Great Leaders Inspire Action. And for me, this one phrase has created a momentous impact in my life. In my decision to be in this chair, speaking to you about basement philanthropy, uh, and in all areas of my life, in my professional life, in my personal life, this focus on the why has really moved moved mountains and moved me to do so much in my life. And I feel like the reason is behind that, that the why question really uncovers what your true intention is behind your actions. If you sit back and ask yourself why you are currently in the job that you are, or why you are in the relationship that you are, or why you drive the car that you do, and you really sit with yourself around that concept, you'll start to uncover layers of your intention until you get to really what is motivating you to do something. And why questions can be a little bit scary to ask, because sometimes we don't want to know what's underneath what we are doing. And it's easier just to think about things from a high-level perspective and just kind of go on with our lives and and uh, not look too deeply. But the problem with that is that when we don't live lives that are intentional, they don't really amount to very much. And so the why questions, while they are a little nitty-gritty sometimes, man, they're so powerful in discovering what you, you want to actually be involved with. As I've been working with Basement Philanthropy, I have been asked that why question multiple times. People will ask me, what, what are you doing? And more importantly, why are you doing it? And it has been a really good exercise for me to walk through the answer to that question, to really get clear on what my intention is and to stay true to that intention as I continue to build and grow uh, what is quickly just becoming something that is, that is way bigger than myself. When I look back over my life and I ask that why question around microphilanthropy, My focus really comes down to one why question that I asked when I was in college. I was working through uh, my degree and thinking about what I wanted to do professionally and just got caught up in in everything that happens when you're in your 20s and, and you're at college both in the social scene and in the professional scene and and really creating the life that I wanted to live. And 
it was about this time, halfway through my college experience, that the Syrian refugee situation uh, turned into a crisis at that time. And I remember the beginnings of that. Uh, there were news reports about 50,000 people being displaced or 100,000 people being displaced. And how can you comprehend 50,000 or 100,000 people? It, it's, so, it's so challenging to be able to think that big. And so what our minds often do is just compartmentalize things and say, well, you know, that's a big number, but it really doesn't manifest itself into a lot of empathy or, or a lot of um, care for that situation. And then one day I woke up and I realized that in the city that I was going to college in, it was a, it was a college town that I was going uh, or attending school, there was only 40,000 people in the entire population of the city. And so what if one day I woke up Everybody that I knew and who were around me in the general vicinity were all of a sudden homeless and fleeing for their lives. And that hit me like a ton of bricks. Now, I still couldn't comprehend exactly what that looked like, but it became something that was very real to me. And the why question that I started to ask was, why am I so lucky? There was, there was so much that I had in my life. I grew up in a family with, with two parents who loved me so much and supported me through whatever I wanted to create in my life and looked to provide every opportunity that was possible for me to be involved with. They were, they were there and behind me and at my games and, and cheering me on and staying up late doing homework with me. And I was born in America, a free country where with that support and love that my parents gave me, I was able to do really whatever I wanted to do, be whatever I wanted to be, go to college and, and pick my own career path. And there were so many things that I was able to do. And I had the resources and the connections and the ability to be able to do those things and why was it that I was that way when so much of the world was not in that situation, especially those that I was thinking about in the Syrian refugee crisis? Why was I in college worrying about who I was going to go on a date with or, or what my next paper was going to be about or my next test score? And those are the big things on my list. And these people were looking for their next meal or their next place that they could go for safety. That just didn't compute for me. And so I went on a journey of discovery with this why question. I thought about it all the time. One evening, I remember this pretty vividly, I sat out on a bench. It was probably 11, 1130 at night. And I sat on this bench and it overlooked this beautiful building on on campus uh, that had these special lights that that lit up at night and were different colors and it was it was just this beautiful serene area and and I remember feeling in that moment uh, a response from the universe from 
what I would refer to as divinity, but something that was a higher power than myself? And the answer was twofold. The first piece of the answer was that I needed to be grateful for what I had. That it was it was something that I needed to cherish and to be very thankful for. That was the first thing that came to me. And the second thing that came to me was that I was supposed to use the influence, the opportunity, the money, whatever resource came my way to go out and to create good around me. And that that is one way that people and nations and communities are lifted is by people that have um, giving of, of themselves to those that do not. Uh, and being involved in that work. But that's really where things started to pick up for me. That's when it became really clear um, that I was going to do whatever I could to take full advantage of the opportunity that came my way so that I could then go out and, and, and spread that out a little bit outside of myself. So as I look back on the why behind basement philanthropy, it really is grounded in that experience that I had so many years ago. And the funny thing about why questions is that they continue to evolve over time. There is no set answer. Like those two pieces of of the answer that came to me, that's not it. Like there's so much more for me to discover around why I'm doing it. And so as I was building Basement Philanthropy, I, I wanted to be able to express that to people every time they came in contact with my podcast or other content that I had or just a conversation. And so I built what you hear every single time that you turn on this podcast as an introduction to what I'm doing and, and why I'm doing it and, and why I believe that you should be involved with it yourself. And it goes like this. Hey team, this is Grant Collins and welcome to Basement Philanthropy, a place for people who do not want to wait until they are rich or retired to create good with their money, regardless of the amount. Now in that little introduction that I created is my hope or, or, or what, what I hope that you are involved with in your life that is bringing you to this table of microphilanthropy. It is that you are somebody who sees yourself as being able to have impact and that you're not going to wait until you are rich or retired to see yourself as somebody that can create good with your money regardless of the amount. Those barriers aren't going to be barriers anymore that you can give right now. And as I was 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 working uh, around that, something felt like it wasn't right. Like it, it didn't fully express my experience or the why behind what I'm doing. And one of my friends uh, a couple of weeks ago pushed me a podcast by Adam Grant. And this, this podcast uh, is called How to Pitch Your Best Ideas. And in this, Adam Grant talks about uh, science, social science-backed ways of how to really pitch your ideas. And so this is really interesting for me. And so I, I listened through to it, and, and 
I was able to think about what is my elevator pitch? Like, what am I really committed to around this idea? And, and what have I discovered? And, and I realized what was missing was the connection and meaning that microphilanthropy brings into my life. That every time I get involved with looking one step outside of myself to get involved or to make a little bit of a difference with money or with influence, man, I feel more meaning and connection to the world around me and to my life than I feel at any other time. And I realized that in our world where social media is so prevalent for the last 20 years in creating pseudo-connection, we're so connected with our friends, but we're so lonely and depressed, and there's so much social science around uh, that people feel way more disconnected um, than they ever did before social media came out. And I realized that, man, an antidote or a way for somebody to reconnect with society, to reconnect with their community or their friends or, or the people around them and to find meaning in their, in their jobs and their lives is by seeing their money as a way to create good in their communities and therefore create connection and meaning for themselves and the people that are around them. And man, oh, when I realized that, that was something that not only I could get behind, but that I could, I could sell that. So I went back to the drawing board on my initial introduction to this podcast because it was missing something. And I spent about an hour and a half going through and rephrasing it with with one of one of one of my friends who helps me with what I'm doing here with with basement philanthropy, Emily Jensen. And we spent an hour and a half going through it and digging through it and ripping apart. And we finally got to where we wanted to, and we had literally changed three words. Uh, but these three words really put into focus and, and to clarity what I want you to be experiencing from Basement Philanthropy. So this is the new introduction that you'll be hearing at the beginning of this podcast and any other content that you interact with. It's the underlying why behind what I'm doing. And it goes like this. Hey team, this is Grant Collins, and welcome to Basement Philanthropy, a place for people who do not want to wait until they're rich or retired to create meaning and connection with their money, regardless of the amount. Oh man, woo! Every time I hear that, it just, it just blows up exactly what I want. Basement Philanthropy is not just a podcast, it's a place for you and for me to be able to create connection and meaning with our money that makes a difference. So why do you want to be involved with this work? What is it that has you listening to my voice on a weekly basis or however long you've listened to it? Why are you doing what you're doing? And as you look through that, as you spend some time, and I just encourage you to spend some time around that, uh, after you get done listening to this. You're going to discover things. And it's okay if what you discover isn't what you want to discover. The beautiful thing about discovering your intention is that you can change it. 
if it isn't something that you want to be motivating you. But don't let that get in the way of you actually getting involved. Discovering your intention is a way for you to start on this journey of creating the life that you want to create. It's not the end. You are not imprinted into this mold that you can't break out of. And that's what I want to be a part of. That is the journey that I want to go on with you here at Basement Philanthropy. And so get involved, ask those hard questions, and let's go out into the world and create good with the money in our pockets together. Talk soon.